back to Building Billions. I am a dumb blonde, gold digging housewife. Well, I'm actually not any of those things. However, when people first meet me or they first see me, I am very well aware that that's actually what they think. And before you're like, oh, you know, they don't think that. I've literally over the last couple of weeks had people tell me that exact same thing. When I first met you, I thought you were just Brandon's wife. When I first met you, you know, I thought that you were maybe just in the business, but you didn't really have a real role in the business. When I first saw you, I thought that you were just one of those girls. Again, I've had people to my face tell me this. One of them actually told me this on a stage in front of hundreds of people. So let's just be honest, I'm okay with the fact that people see me as this. And now I'm gonna be even more honest, I used to really not be okay with this. Like this used to be one of those things for me that paralyzed me because I thought if people see me as these things, then why work so hard? Why put in all of these hours in order to overcome something that people are gonna see regardless. And it's not like I have to explain myself to every person that I meet that I'm not these things, but they're gonna think of them, they're gonna think of me in this way. And so like, why, why even overcome it? Why put the work in if I know that they're always gonna think these things of me? And it really like, it used to stop me from pursuing opportunities. I used to feel bad about myself. And then I honestly got to a place where I was so in my head about people always assuming that I'm marrying Brandon for his money, that I'm not smart, that I don't have any experience, that, I'm, that I have nothing to contribute. I found myself in a place where I was like, well, if they're gonna think that of me, like maybe I should just be those things because then I wouldn't have to work so hard. Can you imagine? Then I wouldn't have to work so hard because if they're gonna think these things of me and I might as well just become them because it'd be easier to become those things and not put the energy and effort in to really becoming the person that I have the potential to be because the whole world is just gonna think that I'm this dumb blonde girl that married for money and doesn't do anything all day. And so if I'm, you know, we're, we're, we're really honest here. If I'm even more honest, sometimes I still find myself like butting up against these ideas because I don't want to I don't want people to perceive now that I have worked as hard as I've worked, I don't want to like live into these stereotypes. However, there are things that are stereotypical of those three identities, meaning the dumb blonde, meaning the gold digger and the housewife. And again, are, are any of those things bad? No, not necessarily. They just weren't things that I wanted to be. But I find myself liking things that are stereotypical of those three categories and therefore I like it, but I like it in private. Like I secretly like those things. One of those things happens to be shopping. Now it's not like I'm this like big shopper that like goes to the mall and spends hours and hours and hours, you know, picking out clothes. However, I really like clothes. Hi, I'm Natalie and I really like clothes. This is like AA. I really like clothes. I really like shoes and I like looking nice. There's nothing wrong with any of those things. However, because I thought and still sometimes do think, and I actually, it's, it's true, people see me in this certain way, therefore I can't do things, even if I like those things that are stereotypical of these, these three categories over here, because I don't want people to think that I'm these things because I have worked so hard, which is all very silly. So the reason I wanna talk about this on YouTube is this idea of identity is really important. 
And when I was uh, in my early 20s, when I first started dating Brandon and talking more about the, this gold digger thing, he had already had financial success. And here I was, 25 years younger than him. I was smart. I had a full ride academic scholarship to a great school. I went to the London School of Economics. Here I was like, I have all of these things going for me. And I almost decided to break up with him on multiple occasions just because I was terrified that for the rest of my life, people would see me and think, oh, she just married for money. She's not smart. She's not talented. She's not capable. She just married for money. She took a shortcut. And again, I almost broke up with him. Thank God I didn't because that was the greatest decision of my life. But the identity of other people assuming these things about me really stopped me and really made me feel insecure and really made me doubt myself. And when you're in a position when you're doubting yourself and when you're in a position where maybe you've made a decision in your life and you recognize that there's some external identity that's going to be forced on you, it's not your actual identity. I knew that I wasn't a gold digger. I knew I loved him, but I, I also recognized that there was this external identity and there could be some like better word for this. I'm not sure if there's like some scientific philosophical like human studies, sociology term of like other people's identity. But I'm just going to say the, the identities that people put on you, which is different to me than the identity that I have for myself. When you take on an identity that is different, it forces you to ask the question, who am I? And last week was our growth conference. And a guy by the name of Stedman Graham was speaking. And at first I was like, oh, you know, he's doing a good job, but I'm not sure that I really connect quite yet with his presentation on identity until he started to share his story. And there was a moment where he said, and then I met this woman in Chicago and that woman's name is, and the whole crowd said, Oprah. So Stedman Graham is dating and has been dating for a couple decades, Oprah Winfrey. And he started to talk to the audience about imagining what happens to your identity when you start dating somebody that is so powerful. And like, who do you become when everybody starts to think of you as Oprah's man instead of Stedman Graham? I kind of like how that rhymes. But I really struggled with this. And, and he started talking about this concept of identity. And for me, at a very young age, I had this experience where I knew that my identity was always going to be coupled in with Brandon. I knew people were going to see me differently because of this choice that I was making. And today I am so grateful for that experience, even though there's never been a period of my life where I cried more because it forced me to ask my question, who am I? Like who is, at the time I was Natalie Workman, who is Natalie Workman? What does she believe in? What does she like to do? What makes up the things that make me happy? What makes up what my potential is? What do I really want? Like, what do I really want? Because if people are going to think all of these bad things or negative things or just like less than me, they're going to think these things that are less than who I actually am. It actually gives you a lot of freedom to say, well, wait a second, who, who actually do I want to be? And if I wouldn't have had those conversations with myself very early on and wrestled with those things very early on, I don't think that I'd be who I am today in the way that I show up because I'm very secure in knowing people are already going to think these negative things of me. Now, how does this relate to you? What I realized is it doesn't take marrying somebody who's 25 years older than you or being the youngest person in a boardroom or being the only woman in a boardroom 
or having people think that you're not smart because of the way that you look or the way that you dress uh, or that opportunity just got handed to you because of some status or some family connection. It doesn't matter uh, any of those things because the reality is the way that people perceive you, all of us have these doubts. Like those are just those are just my considerations. Those are just the things that I know people place on Natalie. But I'm not the only person, and I think everybody can relate to this, that has this chip on their shoulder because of some external thing that they don't identify with. I think that every single person on the face of this planet, probably including you, has these external things that people have placed on you where you're like, wait a second, this isn't actually who I am, but people think this of me. And so what do you do when you have these situations? Well, for me, the first thing is you have to ask yourself the question, who am I? What are my beliefs? What are the things that make me happy? And the most important piece of that is what is my potential? Because when I started asking myself, what is my potential? It actually started to dawn on me that because people thought these things of me, it's my opportunity and my potential to not just overcome that for myself, but to overcome that. And then at one point when I have success, share that with other people who are in a similar position so that they can overcome whatever identities that they might have. And to just like further the honesty, I wanna create more content around this because I know that this is something that people struggle with, but until very recently, I haven't found that I felt the success that I needed in order to start talking about these things. Like I was still waiting for this milestone. And now that our organization has surpassed the $100 million mark, and I'm the president of this organization, and I know what my contribution is, I know the value that I create, I'm just recently starting to feel very confident in talking about these things because I know I'm not identified by the dumb blonde, I'm not identified by the gold digger, and I'm not identified by the housewife because I show up and I now have a track record of showing up. And so there's this cool turning point because the second piece that I would highly recommend once you ask the question of who am I, the second piece is like, how do you get statistics? If you know who you are, how do you get statistics in that thing? So that you can then, the third step is be a real example and share that example with other people. You see, for me, the statistics are the business that I run. For me, the statistics are the team members that I've hired. For me, the statistics are the leadership qualities that I have that people admire and they look up to. And I don't say this from a place of bragging, I say this from a place of statistics. I have duplicated myself throughout our business over and over and over again. And I've done this with our clients as well to where I now know, oh shit, I'm good at this. And because I'm good at this and I can prove that I'm good at this through these statistics, I'm now finally at this place where I can share the story. So the question for you is, what are the areas that you are going to gain statistics in? If you know who you are, if you know that your contribution is so much greater than the labels that people put on you, that's probably back to like the whole thing up before. Instead of the identities that people put on you, I bet the right term is labels. I have a feeling that this is like, I'm like tapping into like some sociology class I took in college. I think it's labels. You take these labels that people put on you, you know who you are, and then you get stats in the areas of you knowing who you are because just because you know who you are, the rest of the world needs to understand that you are those things. You might think that you're the greatest speaker, but if you've never gotten on stage and you've never been able to wow an audience, then you don't have anything to prove that even though you know, hey, I'm, I'm meant to be a dynamic speaker. So go get the stats 
So then you're able to share your story. And for me, the little bonus in here is like part four. The little bonus in here is when I was very early on really wrestling with these labels that people were putting on me, the thing that I kept thinking about and the thing that I would think about every single day when I would have a moment of like, oh, this sucked, or somebody didn't acknowledge me, or somebody just thanked Brandon when I wasn't thanked, or somebody attributed everything to something that I was like, wait a second, I freaking did that. Whenever I had one of those moments, I would remember that I'm creating a story that one day I want to tell. And if you're creating a story that one day you want to tell, all of a sudden you're lifted into this best version of yourself because you're trying to tell a story. And I'm not going to tell a story about the time that somebody didn't acknowledge me. And then I went and cried and I went to Brandon. I was like, I can't believe they didn't acknowledge me. They're such an asshole. I didn't want that to be the story. I wanted the story to be, they didn't acknowledge me. They actually put me down and thought less of me. But in that moment, instead of me having this reaction, I decided to write it down in my journal. I decided to figure out why it hurt my feelings. I decided to have a conversation with that person or I just decided to move on and realize that it doesn't really matter that they didn't acknowledge me because I know what my contribution is because I was telling a story. So if you're really struggling with these labels that people are putting on you, think about as you're handling the stats that you want to build and that you're as you're handling how you're going to be able to be an example to other people like what is the story that you're going to be able to tell one day because in the moment when you're dealing with it it's actually going to be the thing that levels you up to create the story otherwise why not just be an asshole like why not just like act emotional and get all upset and go be negative to your spouse or go talk shit about somebody to somebody else like why, why not do those things if you're not really trying to set an example? And so this idea of, man, like I'm telling this story and one day I could write a book about this or one day I'm going to sit down with Jenna or Sophie or JC and I'm going to be like, hey, when you're doing this, this is how you do it. Well, I only can feel good about sitting down with them and saying this is how you do it if I did it the right way. And so I hope this is a piece of encouragement for you if you are struggling with labels and your labels could look different than mine, but I've come to realize over the last decade that everybody struggles with the labels that people put on them because there's no way that people could really understand who you really are just by looking at you. And so they kind of have to put you in these boxes and categorize you in some way. And you don't have to be mad at them. You don't have to be upset at the world or push back on society. You have to figure out who you are, get the stats so that you can create the success, and then be able to, to share your story one day that will inspire other people. And that's how you truly make the world a better place. So if you're interested in more content like this, I would love for you to drop in the comments, yes, that you are interested in more content like this, but also what are the labels that you struggle with? What are the things that people think about you, you think that people think about you or say about you that you really, uh, have a hard time dealing with. I would love to know what those things are. I'm excited to create more content like this. 